What happens when your favorite Harry Potter characters get put in slightly more adult situations? The answer is Potterotica. Yep, that's erotic Harry Potter fan fiction. Chances are you've never heard of this, and neither had we. So naturally, we wanted to make a podcast about it. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And I'm Allie Lefevre, and this is the Potterotica Podcast. Where we read erotic Harry Potter fanfic one chapter each episode. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, and strong language. Meow. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi. Um, this, in case you didn't notice, um, it's the last episode in season two and we're having a really hard time over here it's the finale and we're not ready to say goodbye and we like don't know about like all the loose ends and what's next where's blaze that's actually the biggest question (laughs) it is where's blaze where's blaze i need answers i need so many answers guys this has been such a great story oh my god i know it's so good so many twists and turns so many great characters that have popped up preacher Come on. I expected that. Don't worry. We're sad, but we're going to give it 180%. Yes. 180 specifically. (laughs) Is the percent that I'm going to (laughs) give. I'm going to give 181. I'm going to try to outdo three quarters percent. (laughs) I thought about that. I was like, how can I? 69%. Oh. Um, Which, speaking of how great the story is, we are are going to be interviewing the author of the story. Uh, we'll be posting that later in the week. Yep. As its own little thing, we're going to have a call with him and ask him all of the questions you've submitted, all the questions that have been on our hearts and our loins. So we're really excited to talk to McTwist and get some answers. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, you guys, in news? Our oh, event. Yes. Go ahead. We have, um, again, as a reminder, we're having our first live event in Chicago on Tuesday, June 27th at a place called Quencher Saloon. Um, It's our first live event. It's a live reading of a one-shot erotic story. We already have a bunch of folks that bought tickets, and we can't wait to have you, but there are tickets left, so grab them. Get them while the getting's hot. (laughs) I feel like there's like a Quencher's and Hermione's wetness. Like something is there, but I can't quite get... It's so perfectly sexual. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And the ambiance is so sexual. Uh, I would say that if you don't live in Chicago, it's definitely something to fly in for Mm -hmm. as well. Yes. um, It's like an investment piece. Allie can host you at her home. (laughs) Yeah. It it comes with it. A VIP pass. (laughs) Stay with a host. What would um, Airbnb be called in the wizarding world? Yeah. We gotta think of that. Oh, 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 shack. Something with a shack. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> the shacking shack. <laughs> yeah, go on shackingshack.com. Stop is please. Okay. We're not gonna get dot com in your dreams. It's part of our empire, our growing empire under under the Grandma Graham umbrella. Yeah. I thought. The, oh yeah, Graham is the parent company. That's the parent company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do that. Like it's so serious. Um, oh, really quick. You get your tickets at potteroticapodcast.com. Thank you. Close the loop. Backslash events, and you can click the link there and get tickets. Back that slash up. Mm-hmm. The thing I was going to say was I wanted to talk about our private Facebook group called The Potterotics and how much fun we've been having in there. We just, if you're in there, 
We are having the best time. I love all of your comments. People are talking to each other. People are posting results from quizzes. And if you're not, please join us. What do they search, Ellie? It is, uh, if you search potterotics, P-O-T-T-E-R-I, T-I-C-S. Oh, Lord, how do I spell that? I thought you were a spelling bee champ once upon a time, weren't you? I was, yeah. Yeah. Once upon a time. Also when she had a tongue ring, right? Oh, she's what constantly if, when, she, when she took her tongue ring out, she lost all oh, her spelling powers. That was my magic. Oh. That probably was all my magic. Please, I, I think you should just get it done again. Yeah, I just like in general can am so impressed by our Potterotics on They're great on Facebook on Instagram. Yes. Um, she actually is unable to join us, but uh, Doctor Wanda Felicia <laughs> is so excited to answer your questions. Oh um, yeah. Yes. So if you haven't submitted a question, I think. One of the most creative, and I mean, this is a real problem for many, if I may read. <laughs> oh, please. Um, Absolutely. Please do. She likes to eat. Uh, there's a couple of teas at the end. Is actually, <laughs> she's been curious about um, her and her husband who have been adventurous. Uh, and things have gotten a little out of control. They started dabbling in poly juice. Oh, wow. Uh, and at it's first addictive. it was a thrill, right? Yeah. Everyone's having fun. That's a and then you slippery need- motherfucking slope. <laughs> it is. You have poly juice once and then you're, yeah. you know, snorting coke off bathroom a- <laughs> toilet seats. Poly juice is a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's taken, it is taking control of their lives. They no longer have sex in their own positions. Uh, boom slang skin and lace wing flies are not cheap. Mm. Um, and so she's going to be asking for some help. So anyway, okay. thanks to she likes to eat for being so engaged. Mm-hmm. And we're so Just, sorry for your, um, your, your switching troubles. troubles. But yeah. if I know yeah. Wanda, like I, like I do, she's going to have a lot of good insight. Oh, absolutely. She'll have a great response. Yeah. Wanda did go through that that phase in the 70s with polyjuice potions. Oh, yeah. she, so. she doesn't like like she's, love to talk a, about that, but she's not she, a regular a sex therapist. She's a cool sex therapist. Yeah. Cool. So. She's been there. Thank you to everybody that's that's been so much fun. Yeah. On all on everywhere. On on everywhere. On, I feel like people are everywhere. Someone today was just tweeting some fun things about how this was her like um she was like, I've got an empty office, a cup of coffee, and Potteratica's on. Yeah. This is like our LinkedIn base is a little <laughs> uptight, but you know, very buttoned up. We've been trying to push LinkedIn for months now. And endorsed for prefect bathroom anal is uh, not catching on like we thought it would. I mean, you'd think connecting would be like up there. <laughs> One would think. I don't. I know that people like find work through LinkedIn and stuff, but do you sometimes get? Do you guys get requests from people and you're like, okay, we're not in the same industry. We're not like in the same like. There's no reason we should be connecting. Why do you want to connect with me? Oh, yeah. I get a lot of people that request me on there and then will send me just spammy messages about, hey, join my networking group. Or, hey, oh, I noticed you had an anniversary from your, (laughs) you know, place of employment. Here's the difference. You say you connect. I disconnect. I say yes to most people. I'm easy. It's <laughs> your life motto. I'm Allie, and I say yes to most people. I say yes to most people. My, I uh, used my to standards. have a tongue ring, so that's about, that about says it. You never used to have to even say that sentence when people saw your tongue ring. Yeah. That girl says like, yes Bleh. to everything. <laughs> like a rock and roll symbol. <laughs> what, a, God, what a sex symbol. You guys, if, if <laughs> one day I may bring out my um, photos from, like, when I went to Cancun's new year of high school. Uh, but guess what? Could you have guessed that Allie has been to Cancun for a spring break? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone at home, you could have bet that. We're going to go down with her and they'll be like, La Gata, you know, bienvenido, he's been so many years. She's like on like some like flyers or a small little like flag. Yeah. 
she like has that epic of it. Oh. Do you have any pictures of you like someone's taking a body shot off of you and you're sticking your tongue out like? It would have been so actually, it's a high likelihood that that exists. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never. I was scared of the, going down the slide at Senior Frogs because there were there was like a really loosely constructed fence in the water around where you landed from the slide. And there was alligators in the water outside of it. So I was like terrifying. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I swear to God. Like if this, but pools are enclosed with concrete. It wasn't a pool. What the hell body of water is? It would have been an ocean. An ocean. No. But why would there be? There was literally alligators. I think you were drunk and somebody told you they were alligators. (laughs) No, I swear to God, you guys. Because I can't prove my shark gators quickly enough. <laughs> just tell us later. Look it up and tell yeah. us if you're right. Okay. You can correct okay. it and we'll believe you. Of course, correct. <laughs> Corrections Corner will be coming later. In oh the man, RIP Corrections Corner. <laughs> I have an announcement to make. Okay. Lindsay searched and found that there are crocodiles uh, in the Gulf that are accessible from Cancun. And that is what I was referencing. So I was not wrong. There are saltwater crocodiles in Cancun. So I just wanted to clear that up. Uh, I also think we've got a voicemail. We do. We do. We're going to make a theme song for that. I know it. When a question burns, <laughs> type in your phone. Call the Potterotica podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact theme song. Oh my gosh, there it is. <laughs> One shot. It's all Know your strengths. When you've got a cue, you know what to do. Pick up your phone and call the podcast. <laughs> okay, let's let's fire up. Fire up the voicemail. Yeah. I'll help me try that again. No. Hey. No, that stays. Here we go. Hello, Polterotics. This is Jane. I just want to say I'm a huge fan of your series. I listen to you guys on my way to work every morning. You never fail to bring a smile to my face. It definitely breaks up the morning drive. Um, I am a Snanger shipper, Snape and Hermione. Um, and then the, although I thought this fig story was lovely, I don't feel like it's an accurate representation of our ship. Um, so I do hope you ladies and, and Danny check out other ships, um, other fix, I'm sorry, in this ship. And you get more exposed to the wonderful things the ship has to offer. Um, I am enjoying the second season, although I'm not a Dreamoiny shipper. I do think McTwist has lots of fun little additives in there that uh, is keeping me on my toes, if you will. Um, so wands up, ladies and Danny. <laughs> and I hope you guys continue to have success in the future with this podcast. Oh, my, that was my so new favorite good. thing is ladies and Danny. That's ladies. Like, <laughs> ladies and Danny. Ladies and Danny. Oh my gosh, that was adorable. So okay. a snanger, she called it. Yes, that's, I mean, that's I've just never heard that. Snape and Granger. I know, but yeah. I've always heard um, Hermione. Yeah, so I, I like snanger. I also agree, and it would have to be in like season seven or something to revisit this ship, but I I bet there is a lot of other really, like, a lot of sexier stuff. Oh, yeah. Between those two. Well, we just had a little tip of the iceberg exposure to... Tip of the tip. Tip just of the tip. Just the tip. I... Uh, exposure to this pairing. So, I love it. I love that we have a huge Snanger fan. And we we love, adore, and respect your ship preferences. Mm-hmm. I think I, something I'm learning about the fanfic world that's very interesting to me is I look... I've been looking at it as, like, this is all erotic Harry Potter fanfic, but the 
she may not enjoy this story. Like that people are so like loyal to their ships that there are some things they wouldn't even want to listen to. They're not going to jump ships. (laughs) (laughs) I will go down with this ship. Dido, anyone? Yeah. So yeah, I just think that's interesting. Also, it was just so nice to have um, a British voice on here instead Uh, of our nasal ones. So thank you for contributing that element of class Mm -hmm. to this podcast. And we really upscaled our pod. (laughs) And it feels like very like true. It's like. Right. True to form. Oh my gosh, you guys, what if that was JK that just Uh, called her? Joe. She's like, thanks for keeping me busy at work. And she's just like writing (laughs) plays and stuff. (laughs) We're on to you, Mama Joe. That was lovely. I love that. Jane, thank you so much for that voicemail. It was perfect. Ugh, it was so wonderful. You are the best, and we appreciate you calling in. And now I think we should roll into the Pensieve portion. Yep, let's rewind. Dan, okay. You're a guru. So Hermione and Draco finished uh, literally on the Ravenclaw table in the Great Hall. So hot. <laughs> so hot. Hermione was uh, levitated off. Draco's penis. It was so good. It was crazy. Time. <laughs> like a Great. whale. That's what yeah, like yeah. a whale. <laughs> Slow <laughs> hole. <laughs> then uh, time passes. Draco is meandering up in one of the top floor bathrooms and is just looking to just take a freaking moment to himself. There is Pansy, right. though. She's Nancy Druin. Remember? <laughs> she was Pansy Druin. Pansy Drew. Pansy Drew. And he's just trying, yeah, guy's just trying to get off by himself right. for a hot minute. And Pansy. <laughs> and he like responds by promptly zipping his pants and leaving essentially, right? right? The, yeah. the full act of Wands downing her. Oh, also she like was like, had her hands down her pants watching him. And she was, she like, was like fingering herself. Yeah, she was. And then she gives like a soliloquy after he leaves and it was and is like, I'm done uh, with men. Yeah. I'm now, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to go to Cho. Yeah, and she goes for Cho. Uh, so she... The more you Cho. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. And then Hermione's packing and uh, she finds a note in her underpants <laughs> that says meet upstairs three. And she goes... And she finds Draco at the room of requirement. And she's nervous because she knows Something she knows that up. it's a big room, you know, yeah. that it's the room of requirement. Yeah. But he, uh, well, she plays it cool and he basically says She like pretends she doesn't know. Yeah, her acromantula's senses are going off. <laughs> Isn't that what wizarding spiders are called? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds right. It sounds right. <laughs> know but like there's there were crocodiles in the pool in cancun (laughs) so she goes into the come and go room uh and then that's where we left it Mm. you know there's that gas station come and go (laughs) oh yeah it's Mm -hmm. probably our version of the room requirement yeah (laughs) you go in for a slurpee and some gas and (laughs) end up coming right and she's like yeah, come on in. Get your arse in here, remember? Get your arse Thank in. You. Okay, the final chapter. Allie, it's take us home. It's the final chapter. She 
stepped in through the door and found herself in the room of requirement. But it wasn't like she'd ever seen it. The room was massive and filled with things. She noticed in particular that a large wooden cabinet stood out, having had all of the other junk around it cleared away. Curious, she thought, but paid it no mind. She was here to fuck senseless. And that was exactly what she planned to do. <laughs> this whole thing could have been solved in book one if they all, you know, didn't spend this whole here. book humping. <laughs> oh, what is all this stuff? She asked. As far as I can tell, it's all the stuff that other people have tried to hide over the years. Anything from contraband to extra furniture, he said, throwing himself down on a large black sofa with green trim. It looked very much like it had once could have resided in the Slytherin common room. He was lying on his side, his head propped up with his hand. She decided to take a seat in a matching chair across from it. Hmm, the chair. I like the way you think, he said, and got off the couch immediately. <laughs> well, get up, he said. She got to her feet in a hurry, wondering what this was about, when he swept in and kissed her, hard. Harder than he'd ever kissed her before. For half a second, her brain went crazy, convinced he was trying to suffocate her. But then she relaxed into the kiss and began to push back, first with her lips and then with her tongue. She felt his arms begin to twine around her, his hands smoothing her back, lifting up her shirt. They were icy cold, perhaps because she was so warm and they instantly sent goosebumps all over her body. She reveled in the feelings of his hands against her naked flesh. The kiss deepened. It wasn't enough. Before she knew it, she was breaking the kiss to pull his shirt from him, to feel his hardened chest against her fingertips, to dig into it with her nails. Her shirt vanished also, leaving only her bra between Draco and her large round breasts. Have they ever described her as having large breasts before? They always describe them as round. Okay. <laughs> like bags of sand. Her large, lumpy ass breasts. Also, like, Draco's cold because he's a Slytherin, not because she's warm. I mean, he, he's permanently... Do the math, bitch. <laughs> Why is a, a snake. snake of a human? <laughs> Just as she began to rake her nails across his chest, he began to massage her breasts. As her fingertips traversed under his arms and around his back, she felt his kneading getting more insistent, and finally he reached around and unclasped her bra. If her mouth wasn't completely entwined with Draco's, she would have let out a small gasp. Draco's cold hands against the softest of skin had made her shiver involuntarily, and her nipples had become instantly hard. The chamber of boobs has been opened! <laughs> instantly extended six feet out into the open air of the room of requirement. <laughs> He seemed to like this, rubbing the nipple back and forth with his thumb while he kissed her, using his hands to gently squeeze her breasts. And then he wrapped his arms around her, crushing her against him, the kiss growing more intense and his tongue fighting ever harder against hers for dominance. She loved the feeling of her breasts being pushed into his chest, and it was like pushing them against a solid wall of flesh. The kiss finally ended and Draco began to descend down her breasts, teasing them with his tongue and sucking on them with intensity. They proceeded like this for a while, neither caring that the other was still half-dressed. Finally, she tried to whisper, though it was more like a strangled cry, My turn. <laughs> oh, God. I was really hoping you weren't going to actually whisper. <laughs> she went for it. My turn. <laughs> I do like kind of this dominance play is like, is how they would do it, right? In uh, season one, Hermione was like on the weaker side. Yeah. But here she's finally like fighting back. Girl got her power back. Hmm. He spun around so that his back was now to the chair. Hermione quickly unbuttoned his pants and pushed them down so that he could step out of them. They began to kiss again, and she grabbed his cock, which was now thoroughly hard, 
through his boxers and began to stroke it slowly. She was hellbent on making this as good as possible. It certainly seemed to her that Draco had the same intention. She could feel the pre-cum soaking his boxers as she stroked him. Soon her fingers were sticky with it. <laughs> also, she met my turn. Not like it's actually my turn. It's my turn to do something for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. My oh. turn to pleasure you. I That's not my do- favorite use of my turn. <laughs> I feel like the more selfish version. <laughs> my turn. Get down there. I mean, my turn is generally the other way around. I wonder if you could like do anything with pre-cum in a potion sense. You know, yeah, there's like they're like, wasting so much. Right. Like, what is this? I bet this is like wizard cancer power. cure and they're just like <laughs> yeah. throwing it into the boxer fabric. Letting it fly. Don't let anyone see this. <laughs> she broke the kiss to bring her fingers up to her lips, smearing the pre-cum on before licking it off. Draco only growled in response. <laughs> no, no, this is not. <laughs> You're wasting it. I could be making a hundred galleons a bottle. <laughs> His passionate lust evident in the way the tip of his cock was pressed against her abdomen. She figured it was time for his boxers to make a disappearance, so she pulled them down, stretching them over his cock so as not to interfere. Once they were clear, she threw them to the ground. Sit, she breathed, pushing him to the chair. I thought she was the boxers. Sit. <laughs> Sit. You stay there. Stay. <laughs> Hermione got on her knees and resumed stroking his cock. She could see the clear pre-cum coating the tip of his cock just above her hand, and she longed to suck it off, just like every girl, right? <laughs> mm, can't wait. Mm, yay, favorite part. <laughs> she longed to suck it off, to take him in her mouth. Wait, she told herself. The longer you wait, the better it'll be. But don't wait too long, another voice cautioned, <laughs> or you'll never last. <laughs> it's like these, the devil and angel on her shoulder. <laughs> but maybe you should wait. I don't want to wait, girl. What if I wait a little bit? But, uh, both are like just naked sitting on her shoulders. <laughs> she tried to strike a balance. <laughs> she let the pre-cum pull around the tip, stroking faster and faster until it was dangerously close to dripping down his shaft. He was grunting low in his throat by then, and when she wrapped her lips around the tip, cleaning away all of the pre-cum with her tongue, he let out a loud groan. Oh, fuck, he grunted. She smiled inwardly. She was getting better at this. You know that she's keeping track. She is. Got a little chart in her room. <laughs> 9.7 seconds of stroking. 8 Before. seconds of mouth engagement. Ooh, one grunt means blowjob excellence. <laughs> <laughs> she began by sucking the tip, bobbing up and down on it with just her lips. And then she introduced her tongue again, swirling it around the head. She began to take more and more of his shaft in her mouth until she had fit all that she could. She held it there, swirling her tongue around the shaft before returning the head again. She repeated this a number of times, especially focusing on the head and her tongue, dragging it back and forth. She knew how it drove him wild, and by the moaning he was doing, she was sure it was having the desired effect. Finally, he stopped her. Having gotten close enough, trade, he growled. And so she got up from her knees and he got out (laughs) of the chair. Belatedly, she realized that she was still dressed from the waist down. How had that happened? She had no time to wonder as Draco speedily undid her pants and peeled them off. What does uh, Lindsay traded normally mean to you in this context? <laughs> Tradesies. <laughs> that one is very clear. Trade. It's like a Pokemon trading tournament. Pogs. <laughs> Pogs. Oh, my God. Funny story about Pogs. I'll tell you guys later. Oh, no. It was a low point in my life. Anyway. Hey guys, got a got a killer party anecdote about Pogs. Got a killer Pog story to dish out after we get the court. Man, Danny and I cannot wait. <laughs> like they're literally about to stick it at each other. We're <laughs> <laughs> Pog 
Ellie essentially is hologramming a into this to clown. Be like, you guys remember Fox? Jag about pox. <laughs> it's like at any sexy moment, it's like he peeled her pants down and said, and Allie's like, did you guys used to trade pox? He smirked. She looked down and realized with embarrassment. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about something else for one second. <laughs> okay. Laughing, Chad. I got kicked out of catechism for these. Oh man. Well, well, he smirked. She looked down and realized with embarrassment that she had left her panties on far too long. The wet spot was sizable and unmistakable. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be a final chapter if that was not mentioned. Oh, absolutely. Merlin Granger, you're leaking like a faucet. <laughs> she, <laughs> she blushed slightly before regaining her composure. So what are you going to do about it? She said smugly. Draco said nothing. But instead, he spun her and pushing her into the chair. She spread her legs over the arms and leaned her head back. Whoa, can you picture that? That Like, if your legs are... Up around the arms of the chair. Oh, that's that's like very spread. That's great. Oh, that's hot. That's a good move. What's that movie with um, Sharon Stone? She does that famous leg switch. Yeah. You know? <laughs> she spread her legs over the arms and leaned her head back, making sure that her dripping pussy was front and center. As one does. He immediately found her clit through her panties and began to stroke it. She gasped. She hadn't forgotten by any means how good it felt, but at the same time, the explosion of pleasure completely defied all of her memories. It was indefinitely better than she was capable of remembering. She felt her pussy growing even wetter and knew that she had to get her panties off. She leaned back further and straightened her legs. Draco took it as a cue to remove them, pulling them down over her legs and tossing them to the side. She spread her legs once more, and now her glistening pussy was on display. <laughs> Draco could see the pearly cum lying the folds and longed to collect all of it with his tongue. <laughs> Just like a pot collection. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, however, he slid his middle finger inside of her, burying it to the second knuckle. She was pleased when she shuddered and let out a long moan. Do you think that even that's like a fuck you? Yeah. You know? <laughs> no matter what he does, he's just like, <laughs> He slowly withdrew the finger until it was completely outside. He grinned when he noticed it was covered in her cum. He pushed the finger back inside and then pulled it out again, faster this time. In this way, he'd begun to build a steady rhythm until Hermione was leaning back as far as she could, her legs spread wide before him. He squeezed another finger inside of her and used his free hand to push against her clit with his thumb. Draco stared hungrily at her pussy, which was now dripping with cum. When at last he could wait no longer, he took his fingers out and buried his face in her pussy. He attacked her clit with an intensity that would have scared her, <laughs> scared her had she had not already been only semi-conscious with pleasure. <laughs> His tongue collected every last drop from her lips in folds, and then he pushed inside her with it and began dragging it up and down furiously, forcing it in deeper and deeper until his entire tongue was inside of her pussy. It's like wow. Lindsay at 4th of July at a what? hiding contest. 
trying to if win. If you haven't seen me do one of those, I can picture it. On. Of course, you know, Slughorn is doing a great job of being cool during this scene. Yes. I know. Very cool sofa chair. <laughs> he was about to transform into the couch, and then he was like, ooh, couch chair, couch oh, chair. Yeah, he made the right my <laughs> Good job, Slughorn. He knows. The ecstasy was nearly unbearable for Hermione. She could barely keep her eyes open, and eventually she stopped trying, letting them slam shut as she moaned. Her breathing was irregular and scattered at best. It was taking a great deal of concentration on her part to remember to breathe in the first place. Finally, she couldn't stand it any longer. Fuck me, Draco, she yelled. His face lifted from between her legs, and she knew he was more than eager to comply. He growled and grabbed her legs, pulling her closer to the edge of the chair. Standing, he positioned his cock, positively dripping pre-cum now at the entrance to her pussy. He looked her in the eye and jackhammered oh, his entire length into her in one thrust because <laughs> that's what every, every girl wants is just one mm-hmm. swift jackhammer. He leaned over her, grabbing the top of the chair for support as he swung his hip, slamming his cock into her like his life depended on it. Grabbing his life de- by the shoulders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his life does depend on it because he's supposed to do this until he dies right fuck oh, me yeah. until you so die also I, he probably didn't even mean to but it's so slippery <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. slip and slide <laughs> he started by pulling out entirely until his cock the entire length coated in her cum was completely exposed to the air and then he would slam it back inside of her she was wet enough that he could slide in and out of her easily but it didn't make her pussy any less tight he groaned and managed Merlin Granger marveling at how tight her walls were, how they clamped around his cock, soft and wet and so warm. There was absolutely nothing in the world like it. He crushed against her, his thighs pressed against her, skin on skin. They became one fluid being on that chair. All three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Moving in a perfect rhythm, completely in sync with each other, and Slughorn's breathing. And then Hermione did something she'd never done before. She motioned for him to stop. Pull out, she whispered. He did so, a look of curiosity on his face. It's time to put you to the test, Draco. What? She got on her knees once more, this time still on the edge of the chair. Hold still, she told him. He was standing in front of the chair, his fully erect cock standing out in front of him, covered in her cum. She took her breasts in her hands and enveloped his cock in them. Oh, fuck, he cried as he felt the milky smooth skin against his cock. (laughs) His knees nearly buckled. She began to slide her breasts up and down his cock, and he began to respond in kind, swinging his hips. Fuck my tits, Draco. (laughs) It's going to go on my headstone one day. She whispered. He groaned. Don't you love how soft and round they are? Don't you love how they feel against your cock? He couldn't manage a reply. He groaned again, and she took that for an answer. Come for me, she ordered. He looked up at her surprised. Already? He gasped. Who said we were done? She moaned. With that, she pushed him back and dropped to her knees on the floor once more. She grabbed his cock and slammed it in her mouth, (laughs) sucking it like she had never sucked before. She was going much too fast, and Draco had absolutely no choice. She felt his cock twitch between her lips, and then she felt it. His cum. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes, you're welcome. Also, like, he was just saying, like, there's nothing greater in the world. And she's like, well, let me show you another thing. Right. Not... My vagina. <laughs> it's like, man, do I love this? And she's like, well, then you're going to love this that's not that. She's mm. at the top of her game. You know, you like eating cheeseburgers. Well, here's a salad. <laughs> no. Anyway. Yeah. That's pretty, I think you got it. Spurt after spurt. Of ah! hot- <laughs> I don't like the word spurt. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Spurt after spurt of hot sticky cum coated her tongue and the back of her throat. 
She swallowed it all. It was salty, but almost sweet at the same time. She found she liked the taste almost as much as she liked him coming in her mouth. Hmm. Draco collapsed backward into the couch behind him. <laughs> Slughorn's like, I, I picture that like a trust fall. Draco yeah. fell in Slughorn's like, hey, surprise, I'm a couch now. He was grateful the leather was so cool against his skin because he was burning up. His platinum blonde hair was matted with sweat. Now what, he croaked. Well, I certainly haven't orgasmed yet, Hermione said with a roguish grin. So you'll have to take care of that however you see fit. Give me a minute, Draco grinned back. It would take a bit to recover, but the time flew past as they both rested from the extreme workout they had just undertaken. <laughs> I picture them resting in, like, dead silence. <laughs> yeah. Like, just being like... <laughs> Hermione waited patiently, giving Draco a full ten minutes to recover. Or something close to that, by her count. But she could only be so patient. She was horny as hell and burning for his cock after all. <laughs> and so eventually she spun around the sofa so that she was facing the back on her knees. She grabbed the top of the chair and swung her ass up so that it was the most prominent feature of her on display. Fuck me, Draco, she growled. Fuck me harder than you ever have before. Yes, he moaned and pushed inside of her with a fury that she had never seen before. It didn't even slow down to pull out all the way again. He started fucking her like he was about to die. Whoa. Like the world was coming down around him, and this so was the is. last good thing he would ever know. Is this anal? Oh. I don't think so. Okay. Somebody will tell us. Okay. He pushed into her with such force that she was sure her ass would have bruised from his pelvis. She didn't care. She wanted him even harder. He could fuck her until her whole body was broken and she wouldn't care. Wow. She wanted it harder. Wow. That's what, uh, what's the nurse? Pomfrey. Yeah, that's what Madame Pomfrey's there for. Yeah. She'll put you back. She'll humpty dump you uh. back together. <laughs> Isn't it called like Skelligro? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Skelligro that ass. <laughs> oh, Quidditch incident? No, Draco's mm, sort penis. Sort of. Yeah. Oh, semi. Quidditch. Engine. Quidditch, yeah. Suddenly his rhythm slowed and he leaned over and whispered in her ear, I'm going to do something I've never done before with anyone. Oh, God. Oh, God. oh nervous. She grinned. Bring it on, Malfoy, she said between her breaths. She had no idea what was in store until she felt what he was doing. The head of his cock was against her ass, very slowly pushing in. Okay, so now this is anal. This, this is, is anal. anal. This. Now we're going anal. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. Anal? Yep. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. We got anal. But wait, then how <clears> could, <throat> then it couldn't have been anal before? Because he said, I've never. Oh, yeah. I'm doing something I've never done before with anyone. Oh. So maybe. Brian was wrong. Yeah. It wasn't an anal. Sure, well, I don't think we're box. done yet. Who knows what's going to keep happening? No, but maybe he said, the- I've never done that before, and that thing had happened before. Yeah. Okay, I maybe, hear. Oh, maybe you're right. Like maybe falling in love. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, her anus. yeah. Okay. I'm doing something I've never, never done before. Loved someone while I yeah. had anal sex with them. Okay. Love them, love them in their rectum. Okay. Wow. Oh, he fisted pansy, so I'm assuming he's that anal. I know. The head of his cock was against her ass, very slowly pushing in. She began to let out a scream of curses that would have made Vernon Dursley blush. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a weird. Did there was she, like there she was never, a, did she even meet him? No, there must have been a requirement to get like. 10, um, <laughs> ten I, side characters yes, in. Yes, and yeah. so he's like, you know, creatures over here, uh, Vernon's I'm over here. <laughs> Draco laughed. Something wrong? Oh, nothing, Hermione said through gritted teeth. It only just feels like you're tearing me in half. Oh, right, Draco said quickly pulling out. He stuck each of his fingers in her pussy, coating them in cum and rubbing them on his cock for a lubricant. He positioned his cock against her ass again and pushed. This time it was it gave way easily, and soon half of his cock was inside of her. This time Hermione let out a moan. Better, he gasped. Keep 
fucking going. <laughs> this is how the story ends. <laughs> Everyone likes ending. a good anal Get it? finale. It's an ending. Someone acknowledge uh, me. Yeah, okay. great one. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was incredibly tight. <laughs> or she like a big old loose asshole. <laughs> it was really loose. Drago had thought that her pussy was tight, but had absolutely no- nothing against her ass. She seemed to be pushing against his cock from all sides. The feeling was different too, coarser. It was just as warm as her pussy. Draco found he enjoyed it. Hermione also found she enjoyed it, but she liked it even more when she reached up and began to finger her pussy while Draco fucked her ass. It was like having twice the pleasure. When he had pushed as far as he could go and her ass had taken as much of his cock as she could, Draco began to build a rhythm. Because of the extreme tightness, he could only take tiny strokes, but that also meant he'd go faster. Hermione was now positive there would be bruising from this. He was slamming into her ass. Thrust after thrust, his cock was stretching her out just as her body pushed against him. She was now rubbing her clit furiously. I'm getting close, she shouted. Draco pulled out of her ass and immediately impaled her pussy with his cock. (laughs) Impaled. Oh, there we go again. She was moaning his name now as quickly as she could manage between breaths. She was holding onto the chair for dear life now as he fucked her. He was going so fast now she couldn't keep up with his rhythm. She just held still bracing herself for the orgasm of her life that she knew was approaching. Eventually, his name just became a continuous moan. She couldn't form coherent words. Draco kept going faster and faster and faster. His hands were digging into her hips as he thrust harder and harder, until at last he gave an almighty cry and spilled his cum inside of her. It was bliss. (laughs) There was nothing she had missed more than the feeling of his cum spraying the inside of her pussy. Coating her inner walls. It always drove her over the edge. Always. Okay. <clears throat> they can't use the word always. Okay. <laughs> it's too late, but I kind of want to sing the double mint pleasure. Okay. I thought the same thing. And I was looking at the lyrics. <laughs> double your pleasure. Double your fun. It's stick it in your butt. butt and double the cum. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. Wrigley's. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. No, our presenting sponsor. <laughs> Please. Do you ever just think, do you ever just chew gum and think I could really go for some anal right now? <laughs> we should write their next commercial. I think we just did. Oh, yeah. This was no exception. Her pussy clamped down around his cock, and she began to cry out as the orgasm hit her. She was screaming. She couldn't breathe. She couldn't see. She couldn't even think. The pleasure wrapped itself around her and consumed her whole body. She was shaking against his cock, her pussy clenching and unclenching as she went through the most intense orgasm of her life. It seemed to last for ages, wave after wave of it pounded into her until she was completely spent of energy, and every last drop of cum had been drained from Draco. He was even whiter than normal. <laughs> Transparent as Transparent. White, cold. <laughs> <laughs> she fell sideways into the chair. <laughs> oh, <oof. laughs> That's what I was waiting for. Her mind was still reeling from what she had experienced. Every time she was with Draco, he took her to new heights. She had no idea that she could ever go this high. Draco, too, seemed amazed at what had occurred. That was beyond, he began as he sat on the couch. Hermione shushed him. Don't bother, she said with a smile. Oh. Words can't explain it, but I know. He nodded and fell silent. That was another thing they both loved. There was no pillow talk. (laughs) There was no need to try and describe their feelings for each other. They could talk about the sex if they wanted, but there was no reason to try and justify any sort of relationship. And it all started as an honest mistake. <gasps> Title! And Chills. neither of them had forgotten that. Eventually, Hermione collected her clothes and got dressed once more. Draco did the same. 
Finally, she said, well, I'll be seeing you around, Draco. I'd like that, he smiled back. She departed from the room of requirement. She realized as she entered the hall that the sun was setting. Ron and Harry would be looking for her. She made her way downstairs, pleasantly unaware that even as she set off toward the great hall, with thoughts of dinner and wonderful sex in mind, Draco had vanished through that same wooden cabinet she had seen earlier. In the months to come, it would haunt her. But she never told a soul, and she never regretted it. The end. The end. I honestly got goosebumps. I have chills, too. Don't you. In the months to come, it would haunt her. So she saw him go through the cabinet, so she knew. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, was that their last sexcapade? No, she didn't see him. She was unaware that he went through, vanished. Well, but no, then what Then what happened that summer? I mean, she knows eventually, but she said she made her way downstairs, pleasantly unaware that even right. as she set off, Draco had vanished through the... Right, but later on when they pieced it all together, she's, she's in, in there and she's like, we bone there, we bone there, we bone. Yeah. Oh, my God, there's the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Oh, my... <laughs> this must be haunting for her. She could have used that 10 minutes that she was just sitting there waiting around for Dick to be like, what else is in here? What's this cabin? Oh, my God. Oh, I guess I'll stop everything and Dumbledore's alive. And and there was a Horcrux in there, too. Could have got the ball rolling. The, the, diadem. The, yeah, the diadem. That's right. Of Rowena Ravenclaw. She's just sitting there wearing it. Just like, <laughs> She's like wearing it as she's having <laughs> queen, of the, queen of the bone, bitches. Fuck me in the cabinet. Like, oh, Fuck me like the queen. Crown. Sorry, guys. Oh, I forgot about that crown. I was wearing that during my sex debate. Wow. Okay, so. Uh, Damn, girl. Right? So do you want to start singing? Swinging debrief? When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? So emotional. I there was a lot of raw emotion in that song. Just that yeah, it was very soulful. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't even know how to fully. Well, are you ones up or down? Take it in. I mean, I feel like Hermione will tell you how to take it in <laughs> from the butthole. Ellie, if you were leaving nothing to do with that, I'll have to say, although I there's sadness in my heart, my wand is fully up on this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. I thought that they ended things. Strong. They ended things real sexy and steamy. Yeah. My wand is up. <laughs> I guess I I wanted more, you know? Like, I, I knew more what story. I wanted. But I, I couldn't have had it because it, it doesn't end like that. Yeah. You know, it yeah. has to end. This is book six um, in terms of when this is all happening. Yeah. So I'm not going to get the happy ending where they hump into the... Yeah, and she Forever. changes his mind and something, yeah. I want to imagine that even though they, like, went their separate ways and ended up with different people, that no love could ever match the love they experienced. Like, the Romeo and Juliet of Love or Hogwarts. lust, Allie? I feel like there was love embedded in there. I mean, was there ever Amortentia? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, we never really... <laughs> even that was what someone honest mistake, wants to ask McTwist. They submitted that they were like... Was Draco using the Amortentia as an excuse yeah. to act out something he yeah. always wanted to do? So I, I'm going to close it out. My wand is up my, and will remember, forever remain up. My wand is also up for this story. I just think it's like 
it's a forbidden love affair and you did what you do, which is tell no one, treasure in your heart, and are a little bit haunted by it. Wand up. Yeah. And, and all the sex. They literally had no fucks left at the end. I mean, no. they spent all their fucks. They did it. Like, in it's that like room. she couldn't have known, but the timing, it was like sort of his last, it was like his last meal. Yeah. <laughs> before literally. he got executed. We, it was it was literally tits and ass at yeah. the end. Yeah. There yeah. were every hole, every filled. emotion filled. Yeah. yeah. So every hole and uh, emotion. Yeah. No <laughs> hole left behind. Yeah. So three ones up. Three ones up. Thank you, McTwist. Thank you. Oh, beautiful. Listeners. Story. And yeah. onwards to season three. So our calls to action at the end. One, let us know what you think. If your yeah. one's up or down. Yeah. Listen to the McTwist interview. And yeah. uh, I mean, we can keep asking questions forever, I yeah. guess. And you can leave questions there, but we probably, I don't know, we'll see if we answer them. Buy tickets to our live event. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. <laughs> You guys writing this down? Leave us a voice. <laughs> and also, we've got 12 more steps. Look so out you. for what, what some special things that will be happening in between this season and season three. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah oh, yeah. but there is going to be a season three. Oh, oh. there is zero question. They is. Mm-hmm. We're story hunting right now. So, cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh Have a gosh. great rest of your day if you can. <laughs> if you can emotionally <laughs> continue. All right, bye. Love you guys. Bye. For more erotic goodness, follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Poderotica Podcast, or join our private Facebook group, The Poderotics. For updates, merch, or to submit a story, visit us at PoderoticaPodcast.com. And if you like what you're listening to, make sure you're subscribed, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews.